Today is Thursday, April 1st, 2021, and this is Montana at Noon. I'm Josh Margolis. Your Weather Command forecast. First off, there's a red flag warning in effect from now until 9 p.m. this evening. This is for the following areas. The counties of Glacier, Toole, Ponderay, Liberty, Hill, Blaine, Shoto, Fergus, Northern Valley and Phillips, the Little Rockies, and the Lower Missouri Breaks. Expect southwest winds 20 to 30 miles an hour, gusts up to 45 miles an hour, and relative humidity as low as 13%. Any fires in the grass and rangelands will be difficult to contain. A red flag warning means that critical fire weather conditions are either occurring now or will shortly. A combination of strong winds, low relative humidity, and warm temperatures can contribute to extreme fire behavior. Once again, a red flag warning in place from noon to 9 p.m. today. You might recall there was supposed to be a fire weather watch for Friday, but that has since been canceled. For the rest of your Thursday, breezy and warmer, mostly cloudy, with highs around 70. Southwest winds 10 to 15 miles an hour, increasing to 15 to 25 miles an hour in the afternoon. Tonight, breezy, partly cloudy in the evening, then becoming mostly cloudy. Lows 35 to 40, west winds 15 to 25 miles an hour, becoming southwest 5 to 15 miles an hour after midnight. Friday, mostly cloudy in the morning, then clearing. High 65 to 70, west winds 10 to 20 miles an hour. Friday night, partly cloudy. Lows around 35, west winds 5 to 15 miles an hour. Saturday, mostly cloudy, high 65 to 70, west winds up to 10 miles an hour, shifting to the southwest in the afternoon. Saturday night and Sunday, mostly cloudy, lows 40 to 45. Highs 65 to 70. Sunday night, mostly cloudy. Lows 35 to 40. Monday, partly cloudy. Highs around 60. Monday night through Tuesday night, partly cloudy. 20% chance of rain. Lows around 35. Highs 55 to 60. And Wednesday, partly cloudy. 20% chance of rain. Highs around 55. With just one month left in the spring semester at MSU Northern, Chancellor Greg Kegel says they have been grateful to experience minimal COVID-related issues. We put some pretty stiff protocol together, and one of the things that I will tell you is that our students helped us. They didn't resist us, they helped us. And to this day, we have not had one transmittal of that disease from student to student. According to DPHHS, as of March 26th, Northern had not reported a COVID-19 case in at least two weeks. Spring commencement is scheduled for May 1st. It will be an in-person event and will take place in two separate sessions. And that'll allow us to to distance better and set ourselves up, you know, pods of people and still remain as safe as we possibly can can be, but still be able to have family attend those ceremonies. As members of the community continue to receive the COVID-19 vaccine, Kegel says they will be able to further reopen. The Great Plains Dinosaur Museum and Field Station in Malta will be welcoming a life-sized cast of a Triceratops this summer. Carrie Woodruff, Director of Paleontology, says the Triceratops, named Herb, is being provided thanks to the Witty Museum in San Antonio. This will actually be a standing skeleton, so you'll be able to really stand when we do eventually mount it. You'll be able to stand next to Herb and actually get an idea, you know, of how big it is by, you know, standing alongside of it. The cast is a model of a skeleton at the American Museum of Natural History and is expected to be on display in the museum by the end of June. The museum is scheduled to open for the season in May and they are planning on hosting their annual Wine and Dino event this summer, although a date has not been determined. 
Dr. John Torgerson died in an avalanche in February 2018. Cadaver dogs brought in from out of state found his body buried in the snow. Mary Lehman, a search and rescue dog trainer and handler, read a report on his death to a panel of lawmakers Wednesday. A body was recovered on May 15, 2018, after nearly three months. After the individual went missing while skiing in the Big Mountain backcountry, drawing a close to a period of agonizing uncertainty for family and friends. The U.M. Legislative News Service reports a bill sponsored by Cascade Republican Representative Steve Gist aims to give Montana search and rescue teams better access to cadaver dogs by allowing handlers to train with real human remains. Scott Secor is the Gallatin County Search and Rescue Commander. Just as drug detection dogs use drugs to locate drugs, search and rescue teams need human remains to find human remains. There were no opponents to the bill. Taking a look at local COVID updates, we'll start off with Hill County, which reported no new COVID cases and two recoveries yesterday. This means that Hill County is down to zero active cases. Total case count, 1,944. Recoveries, 1,902. Death toll, 42. We have not received COVID updates in the last 24 hours from any other counties in our listening area, but we'll make sure to pass them along once they're provided. Turning to state news, Montana Republican Governor Greg Gianforte has signed a bill banning sanctuary cities in the state. Montana does not currently have any sanctuary cities. The bill signed Wednesday will require state and local law enforcement to comply with federal immigration law and empower the state's attorney general to pursue civil action against jurisdictions that do not comply. Supporters of the measure say sanctuary cities lead to increased criminal activity. Opponents say the measure will foster distrust of law enforcement. Gianforte's decision to sign the bill comes after former Democratic Governor Steve Bullock vetoed a similar measure in 2019. A measure that would prohibit state and local law enforcement officials in Montana from enforcing federal bans on firearms, ammunition, and magazines is nearing passage of the state legislature. The Republican-controlled Senate voted Wednesday 30-20 to 20 in favor of the measure. They are set to vote on the bill for a final time this week before the bill heads to Republican Governor Greg Gianforte. Supporters of the bill say it would protect the Second Amendment from stiffer gun control laws. Such laws could come from federal legislation or executive orders by President Joe Biden in the wake of mass shootings in Colorado and Georgia last month. A judge in Wyoming has sentenced a man to six months in prison for digging in a Yellowstone National Park cemetery in pursuit of a hidden treasure. U.S. District Judge Scott Skovdahl also ordered 52-year-old Roderick Doe Craythorn of Syracuse, Utah, on Wednesday to serve six months of home detention and two years of probation and to pay $31,566 in restitution. Craythorn dug in the Fort Yellowstone Cemetery in late 2019 and early 2020. Craythorn was seeking a treasure chest containing coins, gold, and other valuables that Santa Fe, New Mexico antiquities dealer Forrest Fenn stashed in the Rocky Mountains over a decade ago. Serial killer Joseph Edward Duncan III died in federal prison recently, having admitted to killing seven people, including five children, in Idaho, Washington State, Montana, and California. Some question whether Duncan killed even more people. Following his arrest in 2005 for the slayings of four members of an Idaho family, federal authorities reviewed missing children cases nationwide. The assistant U.S. attorney who prosecuted him in Idaho believes all of Duncan's killings were revealed in court. The 58-year-old died Sunday in a hospital in Indiana near the federal prison where he was on death row. The native of Tacoma, Washington, had been recently diagnosed with terminal brain cancer. President Joe Biden's plan to transform America's infrastructure includes $16 billion to plug old oil and gas wells and clean up abandoned mines. Hundreds of thousands of orphaned oil and gas wells 
and abandoned coal and hard rock mines pose serious safety hazards while causing ongoing environmental damage. The administration sees the long-standing problem as an opportunity to create jobs and remediate pollution, including greenhouse gases that contribute to global warming. Many of the old wells and mines are located in rural communities that have been hard hit by the pandemic. Some sites have sat unattended for decades. A federal judge is considering the case of a man who asked that he no longer be required to register as a sex offender in Montana for having had consensual homosexual sex in Idaho in 1994. Randall Menges argued the registration requirement has ruined job opportunities and relationships and limited where he can live. Menges served prison time in Idaho and was required to register as a sex offender. Montana law says anyone who must register as a sex offender in one state has to register as an offender in Montana. The U.S. Supreme Court has ruled laws like Idaho's that criminalize homosexual sex are unconstitutional. Northwestern Energy Power customers will see a refund and a reduction in monthly costs in a recent settlement over the cost of transmitting power. The Montana Public Service Commission is requiring Northwestern Energy to credit its customers for revenue the utility collects from other companies who use Northwestern's system to transmit energy. The prices those energy companies pay are set by federal regulators. Under the settlement, customers will receive an $8.1 million refund for costs paid from July 1, 2019 through Wednesday, along with a rate reduction going forward. The credit and reduced rate will total just under $2 per month for the average residential customer over the next year. A 30-year-old Browning man has pleaded guilty to a murder on the Blackfeet Indian Reservation. Jason Avery Matson pleaded guilty Tuesday to second-degree murder and kidnapping. He is scheduled to be sentenced June 24th in Great Falls. Both counts carry sentences of up to life in prison. Court records say a man's body was found on the reservation early last March, and several days later, Matson called tribal law enforcement to confess to the killing. However, when officers arrived to arrest him, he held a woman at knife point for about four hours before she was able to escape. Court records don't identify either victim. And now taking a look at your wheat prices for today. Daily prices per bushel. For Hill County, winter wheat $5.27, spring wheat $5.42. Blaine County, winter wheat $5.17, spring wheat $5.37. Liberty County, winter wheat $5.32, spring wheat $5.42. Shoto County, winter wheat $5.27, spring wheat $5.42. And Phillips County, winter wheat $5.12, spring wheat $5.32. And that does it for your Thursday edition of Montana at Noon. I'm Josh Margolis. Thanks for listening and remember, seven days a week, we are your source for news and information. KOJM, KPQX, and HighlineToday.com. Have a great rest of your Thursday, stay safe out on the roads, and please continue to do your part to help flatten the curve.